Hey, New Life, and welcome to today's daily devotional. My name is Tex. I'm the student ministry director here at New Life, and I'm so glad you decided to come and hang out with us today on whatever device you're hanging out. We're glad you are here. So today we're going to be diving into the, the book of 1 John. I'm so excited to spend this with you today. But if you want to grab your Bibles or Bible apps, whatever it is that you use, we're going to be in 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 and 6. This is what it says. It says, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Now, I want you to just think about that. I want you to kind of contemplate with me. And here's what I want you to do. In the comments, whether it's YouTube or on Facebook or Instagram, whatever it is you're watching on, I want you to comment below the darkest place you've ever been. And I don't mean like an evil darkness, nothing like that. I mean a literal, like what is the blackest, darkest place in the world you've ever been, whether that's a movie theater or any kind of thing, your bedroom, if you like it, dark, you know, but whatever that is. For me... I can remember my, my family and my grandparents and us, we all traveling to go to Carlsbad Caverns. And, and I can remember taking the huge walk down. It's about a, a little under a mile and a half. It's over 750 feet down into the earth. It's the equivalent of 75 stories down into the earth. And I remember going on this guided tour with like 30 to 40 other people in my family and us just seeing beautiful like formations and seeing bats and all sorts of crazy animals and, and bugs. It was just amazing. It was beautiful. And then we got to this room called the Twilight Room. And, I, and it was just gorgeous. It was this big room. You could see all sorts of things. And, and the ranger warned us. He said, all right, here's what I want you to do. I need you to stop what you're doing. I need you to pay attention to me. And I need you to be at a place where you're comfortable, where you're not going to move because you're not going to want to move in the next few minutes. And he proceeded to turn out all the lights. And let me tell you, I, it's one of the moments I will never forget in my life. Because some people, they'll talk, man, it was so peaceful. It was incredible. But like they say, this is one of the closest ways for us to, ex to experience absolute darkness on earth is in this cave. And for me, I'll never forget how cold, isolated, and alone. And I mean, there's like 40, 30, 40 people with me. And I felt like I was the only person there. I felt lost. And, and it was like, I could not imagine if he had said, all right, you got to find your way back now. I, it had taken me an hour to walk 10 feet. I was in the, I had no idea where I was going, what I was doing. I couldn't see a thing. I was literally scared more than I probably had, should have been. And then all of a sudden he pulls out this little lighter just like this. This is my grandfather's Zippo. Um, but I remember him pulling it out and turning it on just like that. And it illuminated faces. It illuminated people around. I could see finally, and there was light. It just brought out the darkness. It started to expel it. I could see formations again. I started to see things because a little light showed up. And he proceeded to turn on all the lights and, and we came back and, and shared us some crazy things. But one of the truths that we get to read about in this scripture is in the nature of who God is, is that he is light. And I want you to understand this, that light in its very nature expels darkness. God expels darkness from everything he is at. And he's doing that in you and in me. I want you to think about that. God is expelling darkness. 
darkness by its very nature cannot coexist with light. I, mean, I want you to think of it. Darkness is not like, like a crown. We think of dark colors or something. We think of shadows. We think of shadowy figures. But with darkness, the real truth here, guys, when we really get to the heart of it, darkness is the absence of light. That means where light is, darkness cannot be. When light comes into a dark situation, darkness will always flee. That means when God shows up, darkness has no power, it has no control, that God is the light that will always shine through in the darkness. In fact, when you read in the Gospel of John, one of my favorite things is that it says that the light came into the darkness and the darkness could not overcome it. That is some truth for you and I to know in the midst of whatever we're facing today, no matter what dark situations, no matter what struggle, no matter what sin, whatever history in our lives, whatever pain we face, we need to be reminded that light will always beat darkness, that God will always win in his way. And so for us to have some hope in that today. And so here's like, as we're continuing here, I want you to understand, but it challenges us more than just light. It challenges that we would walk in light and not in darkness. And not just that we do that, but we'd be honest with ourselves. It doesn't mean we need to be perfect here. It's not, it's not going into perfection. It's not getting into the idea of us being 100% and saying like, are you willing to walk in light? Are you deceiving yourself by saying like, I'm continually pursuing sin and not being humble enough to say I need help and, and I need to work on some things. I got some stuff to work on, but it's saying, no, I, I am walking in light. I'm not doing any sin. And God is saying, we're deceiving ourselves. It's no help to you. We're not walking in truth. And, and, and for us, I want you to understand darkness has to flee in light. And when we continue to lie, not just to ourselves, but to God and to others, like we are just a blind man in the cave, like in the twilight room, trying to find his way out, talking to the others like we know what we're doing when the truth is, is none of us know our way out without light. For every one of us, we understand when God shows up, he wants to expel light. We can't coexist with them if we keep walking in darkness. Light illuminates our path. It guides us. It warms us. It gives us light. And I believe that God is inviting you and I to commune with him in the light, guys. He's doing that through his son over and over again. And, and I want you to understand that he's bringing light into the darkness in you and I's life. And today, I want you to turn on the light today. I literally want you to turn on that light, that flame that God wants to start. And let me tell you, for some of us, this is what we need to do is just turn to him right now. And it starts little. It doesn't grow big. But here's what I want to challenge you today is that we'd start to fan the flame. That we would fan this flame into something bigger than ourselves. See, we don't want it to just stay there. We want to turn the light on in our life. We want to come to know Jesus. But then that passion and that love for him, we don't want it to stop there. We want it to keep moving. We want it to keep growing. We need to fan the flames, guys. And here's what I want you to do. For some of us, I want you to fan the flames of getting to know Jesus by diving deeper into his word and, and literally spending more diving into solitude, into prayer, like you're just an old couple sitting on the porch who doesn't necessarily have to say words, but they get to sit in his presence of each other and just spend time together for hours. Like, what does it look like for us to fan the flames there with our communion with God? 
So maybe it's for that, it's, or maybe it's fanning the flames into deeper community with an online com, uh, community group or connection group um, and diving deeper into online services, actually logging on, getting to where you can chat with us and our features. It's not just watching, it's actually interacting with the body there, diving deeper into that community. And while we know we're not physically present, community doesn't end even in the lack of physical presence. God wants to keep moving. Fan the flames there. And would you fan the flames of, of just loving your spouse and your family? In the midst of this time, guys, no matter what else we do, continue to fan the flame of helping them to know you love them, that God loves them. And what is the example you want to set for them? What is the father or the mother or the husband, the wife? What does it look like? Or students, what does it look like to be the child that impacts them? What is the example you want to see? You may not have had the example, but could you set it? Could you be what it looks like to be a person who is fanning the flames of God's light in your life and in theirs? That God wants to make that different. And I believe as we fan the flame, guys, that we're going to see that light grow from the one little bitty light into a flame that is uncontrollable that everyone can see for miles. Guys, we love you. We miss you. And we cannot wait to see you soon. Keep fanning the flame.